everyone welcome to the show alice wetterlund is my guest um i guess i'd met her in the past very briefly and then re-met her when we were doing a show together at largo in los angeles not too long ago very uh easy to talk to backstage and i was like oh if she's ever in new york i'm gonna have her on my podcast if she would like to do it and she came to new york and she did it and she was really great let me do some tour dates. These are great as well. I'll just do the cities, and then you can look these dates up if you want. Phoenix, Greensboro, Copenhagen, Oslo, Prague, Berlin, New York City, Springfield, Missouri, and then two cities in Hawaii, Honolulu and Kaihai, I believe. That's what you might be able to... That might be how you pronounce that. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back with Alice Wetterland. Hey, Alice. Hey, Todd. Uh, I just asked you if I could talk about how you were a half hour late. 26 minutes, but... (laughs) I love that you're that precise on how (laughs) late you were. You're precise with time except when about showing up on time. Yeah, exactly. 26 minutes. Please get it right. Are you usually a late person? Yeah, I have a really hard time with time. Uh, Do you ever think of maybe warning someone about it? (laughs) Yeah, I do. And um, we're... Yeah, that's the next thing to do instead of, I've just, I think with late people, it's like, we always think the next time we're going to do it right. Yeah. I was, that was, that was a little jab. I was saying, you didn't tell me that you're a late No, person. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know it was a jab. I knew it was a jab. Uh, I'm a little sick. I dodged. It explains my voice. Uh, but we'll get through this. I'm late. That explains my voice. <laughs> why? Is, do you have a good excuse why you're late? Um, well, I lost my glove. And so I had to go, I went into the subway and then I went back out cause the, cause I was like, where's my glove? Uh-huh. And I couldn't, it was, it was a fool's errand. I couldn't find it. So now I have one glove and I, maybe it's at the hotel. I don't know. Oh, you're at a hotel. Yeah. What brings you to town? Well, I wanted to do some shows and, but there's nothing official. It was kind of like, uh, my, well, my mom turned 60. Oh, cool. And so I went to celebrate her. And she lives upstate New York. So I went out there and then I was like, I'll just stay in New York for a week. My boyfriend's here too. Okay. He's a musician. He had a job up here. Um, but I was like, I'll come to New York because it's like easier to get shows when yeah. you're not living in a place. Right. And I like performing in New York and I'm working on new stuff. So I was like, let me just go to New York. And so you got a hotel, shows. huh? I love hotels. I love hotels. So much. This We've w- talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I met you in the past, but I feel like I really met you a yeah. few, maybe a couple of months ago at yeah. Largo. I don't remember. When we what, were talking hotels wh- and points. When was that? I don't know. That was like a month ago or two. Oh, uh, yeah. We both did uh, Pat Oswalt's show. Uh, no big deal, guys. We both, we both killed. <laughs> um, Leveled. Can I ask what hotel you're at? Yeah. Because you'll be gone by the time this is there. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Unless Pub- you move. Well, I'm, I'm always under a fake name, of course. Uh, public. It's wow. not the public. You're supposed to just say public. Oh, okay. Have you been there? Yeah. 
So it's not that expensive. And I right. was like, you know, but I really research when I you do me go too. somewhere. I, because I, 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 you know, and it, honestly, if it doesn't have a loyalty program, odds are I'm not going to stay there. I don't think the public does but have one, But it doesn't. Right? It doesn't at public. And I, but I was like, let me take a chance. And I, now, now I'm like freaking out because I always want to stay there. It's a nice it's hotel. So right? streamlined. It's Japanese. Has yeah. like a Japanese style. Like you, you just like all the everything's kind of like compacted. There's not a ton of like rigmarole you have to go through to get right. food or whatever. Yeah. How, how big are the rooms there? They're pretty small. Yeah. But I'm like fascinated because the storage is great. Really? They thought of everything. I don't feel like cramped at all. There's a place to put everything better than most hotels I've stayed in, actually. Really? Yeah. So you and then it. you're in these pods overlooking the city and you feel what like you you're What do you mean a pod? Just because it's, mm-hmm. you mean a small room. Yeah, but like okay. the bed is in an inset wooden sort of canopy bed situation. So uh-huh. it's like a box that's inset into the edge of the room. And then there's a floor to ceiling window. So when you're in bed, it feels like you're like floating. Oh. It's amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, it's so great. So I, I really love it. But no points. That's going to eat away at you. Well, I have a Hotels.com <laughs> account. And with the five <laughs> nights, you get 10 nights, the last one's free. And then you get, uh, if you have the Venture Rewards card, which I do, oh my you God. get 10 times points on your on your oh my God. reservations. It sounds like you have endorsement deals with these companies. It really does. But this I'm is, just a points head. Yeah. You know, this, I don't... Uh, I don't yeah. need an endorsement deal, but like I'll take one. Yeah. <laughs> usually, yeah, I usually talk, I usually get to the subject with everyone, <laughs> yeah. but this is the earliest I've ever gotten <laughs> into it. But I remember now that we did talk about this at large. Yeah, when it comes to points and miles, I'm easy. What do you, uh, what do you, I just used some points to get a hotel in Pittsburgh today. Really? Yeah, it's kind of, I hate to see those miles go, you know, those points. Why did you use them? Because weirdly, hotels in Pittsburgh, when I'm going to be there, like there was a, I think like a Hampton Inn was like $599 a night for a Hampton Inn. Oh, it's a solid hotel, but it ain't a $599. It ain't a 500. No, that's Pittsburgh, not the range. Too, like, what's going on? There? Are you a Marriott Rewards member? <laughs> I'm just imagining all the people like just shutting this off right now. Like, oh God, too <laughs> no, specific. Be, well, I, look, if you guys are interested, I know it's a hobby. I get it. But it's, you know, if you're, if you're interested in saving money. <laughs> And doing like it's like I feel like it, it like makes traveling more exciting. It does. It gives you reason because you tra- when you're a comic, you travel all the time right. for your job, and it's right. like you know it gets monotonous. Right. So, so I like making it a game. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It gives us gives us something to think about, <laughs> as opposed to our our comedy. Other, yeah, I would hate to have to think about my jokes. How many? Ever. Uh, so you were visiting your mom for her sixtieth birthday. Mm-hmm. She's so young. Oh, I know. And she looks, I mean, her ass is amazing. I'll take your word on it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to, Todd. She's here right now. <laughs> Where, uh, how many sets did you do in town? I did three the first night. So I had a nice like New York night yeah. doing three sets a night. Do you like doing that many in one night? Um, no, I, I love a two. Two is good. Two is the best. Yeah, I just turned down a third for this Saturday. Just yeah, well, like, you're you know, fucking sick. I can am I sick. Swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you if can fucking say fuck? Yeah, yeah. You're sick. You can't be pushing yourself. What do you do when you're sick? You know where I went to? I just completely shut the world out. I like go right into the, I mean, uh, if I have to do something, I take, you know, yeah. Dayquil or whatever. I went to the CVS Minute Clinic today, mm. which I've done several times. It's mm. actually 
probably as good as my doctor. That's the crazy thing. Isn't There's like these like little health solutions that they have around. There's a walk-in clinic in Hollywood. Uh-huh. I have insurance, but like I go there because the doctors are better than like almost any primary physician I've ever had that you take six months to get an appointment with. Right. And they they call you back to see yeah. if how you're doing. Like yeah. my own doctor doesn't do that. I know. Anyway. I need a new doctor, man. Yeah, I think you need a doctor. I think I, I, think I need to break up with my doctor. Oh, <laughs> huge. That's huge. So how, how did your shows go? Uh, good. The first one was at Caroline's, and I okay. had this new bit, this new chunk uh-huh. about abortion. Yeah. Like, it's very dark. And yeah. it's, like, I told my boyfriend for the first time the joke, and he was like, he broke he up goes, <laughs> He goes, people laugh at that. Ooh, uh, that's a good boyfriend. Yeah, he's a tough one. That's, that's what you want to hear. So I love him. <laughs> but like it, it was at Caroline's, and the the crowds there is like they're just like, "Hey," you know. So I couldn't, I couldn't do them. I couldn't break their hearts. And I also was like, "This is gonna not play in this room." So why would I do this joke here? So I wasn't. That's the thing I'm most excited about because it's one of those jokes you like stumble so did you onto do it? from talking. No, I skipped it. Did it the next two sets. I found like I've had jokes where I'm like, "Oh, I can't do this for this crowd." Mm-hmm. And then if you force yourself to do it and then you mm-hmm. pull it off, you're like, ooh. That's great. It's I a learned good feeling. a little something. It's a good feeling. <clears throat> yeah. But I I had 12 minutes and that was the second. Like right. I could, I only had 10 minutes to perform. Do you feel like when you, since you don't live here, like you're being watched differently, like by the, the club itself or something? Oh, I, didn't, I never think about that okay. because I, I rarely perform in clubs. Really? Yeah, I really don't. I'm not past anywhere. I'm not past okay. it except I, for the improv. But like that's not a real and flappers, which I love. You don't work the store. No, I don't work the store. Not the factory. Um, not the seller. Nowhere. Because I, um, you know, it's like a whole process to ingratiate yourself at those places, and part of it is geographic. Like it, I don't live. I live really far east, and part of it is like I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to spend the time. Right. As I don't. You know, I get the same like I I get the same work in when I do the road. So like, why do I need to perform in front of those people? How often are you doing the road? Um, I feel like there's a high time of my <laughs> year. Do you know what I mean? Where I like I'll do all the the clubs, and then I'll be like I'll go out like twice a month or something like that for like four months, and then then I'm not going out, and then right. I'll just do a couple colleges. Oh, you get colleges. I get colleges still sometimes. Yeah. I do like one every two years. Oh, I, I kind of like them. I started doing PowerPoint presentations. Really? And it's really fun. Gives them because yeah. they need uh, their, their Yeah, and I have to make it about span. them, you know, and like, do you really do a separate school? You have a different college act? Yeah, because I, I've, I've realized like, well, A, it's like you go to a college and you try to do your jokes and you're like, I mean, this isn't comedy. Like, you know right. what I mean? It's a separate skill in, in a way. Like, these kids know each other. They're at school. You're in a classroom, essentially. It's just right. late at night. And so you're like, why am I trying to tell them about my divorce? They don't understand what's going on. So I like to make it about them and just, like, I do a little PSA stuff and I make it funny. I always wanted to do something like that, like travel uh-huh. around to schools and do, like, sex ed or something. Do you worry about uh, – see, I would worry about technical difficulties. Yeah, there's always technical difficulties, and it does fuck with me. One time I, I couldn't get the PowerPoint to work, so I did a fake game show where I brought people up from the crowd, and I had them, like, answer questions. <laughs> you yeah. just thought off the like, cuff came up with that? Yeah, I came up with that like, 20 save. minutes before the thing. Yeah, they were fine with it. 
Yeah, so I mean, college, they're such a crapshoot. Like, the last one I did, I believe, was William and Mary, mm-hmm. where they're smart. Yeah. It's a fucking smart school. And they were polite. They were really nice. Yeah. Cornella was the best. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, oh, I mean, so like, good. they I might not have been their favorite comedian of all time, but mm-hmm. they were polite and they laughed when they laughed. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I just don't want Mo- them to be dicks. I've mostly had polite crowds. The only reason it's not, I feel like, not polite is if there are 6,000 people, you know, which sometimes... You get that? Well, sometimes it's like you're in an arena. Right. You know, and you're like, they're like, we don't know what to do with these kids. We have to do something with them. Please entertain them for 65 minutes. That and is true. Like, yeah. Wow. Uh, I've had... One of the things that happened... What, when I was at Cornell, this is a fun story. I was there for with Aparna. We were both doing, we did a co-headline at Cornell. It was awesome. These kids are really cute and everything. And then uh, I got snowed in. Like Aparna left really early in the morning and I left later in the day the next day. And because I was leaving later, I got snowed in. I got stuck in Cornell for four days. Wow. I, I had couldn't that recently leave. in Burlington, Vermont. But okay, yes. And so I, so I was in the school hotel because they have a hospitality school. I was going to ask school. you about that, yeah. Yeah, and so there's like a school hotel, and it's a great hotel. It better be, right? They've <laughs> yeah. got the fire in them still. They're young <laughs> exactly. and fresh, and they're like, they're re- yeah, they can't be jaded about hospitality when so you're So they let me stay there for free. Oh, that's nice. They, I, like, I ordered, I got room service, and then I got so stir-crazy after a while that I just was like, I contacted the student organizer that put on the <laughs> show, and I was like, do you guys want to like do a show in the hotel for all the guests that are stuck. And then we did it. Like, that sounds like something they, Prince would do. They can- <laughs> well, I'm I from Minneapolis. I think like he has done something like that. I think he did a show for hotel employees once. When he snowed in? I yeah. think there was some... Re- I feel like I heard that like somewhere he did that. Purple snow. But uh, So you did a show? Yeah. For who? The hotel guests that were snowed in. And the, the, the dorm was right next to there that the comedy, like, kids. So it was a bunch of done improv and sketch and stuff. And I was like, come over. We'll do it. We'll do a show. And we did it. And it was really fun. Wow. They were amazing. Yeah. So it was a thing where you're like, your next flight's canceled. Oh, your next flight's scheduled. Oh, now it's canceled. Well, the first day was like that. And then it was like, there's just no flights. There's no flights for the, re- the next three days coming out uh, in or out of the airports nearby because of the blizzard. So... When I was stranded in Burlington, they, uh, I may have talked about this in, uh, in an episode already, but I'll talk about it again. Um, they actually offered three, they were offering, they needed people to get off the plane that mm-hmm. didn't end up taking off to begin with, mm-hmm. but they were offering $3,000 <laughs> and a taxi ride to wherever you wanted to go. So I was like, well, I live in New York. Yeah, we'll do that. I was like, okay, uh, maybe I don't want to be in a taxi for eight hours. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, ice. Yeah. That's with, awful. With someone who may have uh, driven seven hours already that day. To get there. Yeah, I feel like I repeated that exact story, but I'm sure someone will call me out on it when they listen to a few episodes. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> it's good to have vigilant, um, hypercritical listeners. Do you, um, so you, do you have shows tonight? Yes. Where are you tonight? I'm doing uh, Too Many Cooks at Lucky Jack's. Oh, that's good. That's a fun one. Yeah, I'm excited. Now, backtrack. The other two, where were the other two shows? Caroline's was the first one on Sunday night, and then I did Knitting Factory and If You Build It before that. And then uh, last night, is it Wednesday? Yeah, so that was Sunday night. And then Monday night I did... Okay, I'm going to skip to Tuesday night. I did Sweet, which was at 
the uh, Chelsea Chelsea Music Hall, and John Hodgman guest hosted. Kevin Nealon was there. That was really fun. Oh wow, he's he's funny. He's really funny, and Dave Hill, who I love, um, did. And then the that was okay. And then Monday was Butter Boy in at Littlefield. That's a good room too. That's a good room, yeah. You did all the you did all the good ones. That's what's great a lot about of coming to town. And then you leave. T- I should go back home and be like, I'm back in town. Can I do the good ones again? You should do that. I don't care. I mean, I just, I'll just do any show. And really? the thing is that I am really lazy and I haven't done the due diligence of like emailing to be like, put me on the shows. Cause in LA or here? In LA. Okay. Because at a certain point, like where you're at, people are like, just do my show. Right. But where I'm at, they don't do that. I have to email them and be like, hi, can I do this? And they'll find a spot for me. But for some reason, I've petered out on the ability to like continually, continuously ask. And I also haven't kept track of like when the last time I emailed, you know what I mean? Right. Or if that's one of those shows where I was so late that it is ridiculous. <laughs> Are you late to shows as well? No, actually, less so. That's really weird that you ask because I am <laughs> very much more on time to shows. What the fuck? I guess you don't consider this a show. But I'm late to every, I'm late to auditions. Are you really? Everything. Like, don't worry about it. Let's let's get into this heavily now. Okay. If you want. Why do you, I'm always fascinated by, why is it? Because I'm like hyper early. Yeah. Like I have friends that are like I often get to the airport two hours ahead of time. And then I'm like, I get to the airport, just I walk right onto the plane. I mean, if I knew I could, like if I go do a show at a club that's 10 minute walk from my apartment. I know that I'm probably going to make it there without mm-hmm. any delay, <laughs> just walking there. Yeah. But I just feel like with flights. So you, uh, <clears throat> what you're, when you think about getting somewhere, you have all these like oh, unforeseen circumstances right. could get in my way. So I will plan for that. And I think about, okay, this, the Google says it'll take 14 minutes to get there. So I will literally like leave my house with 14 minutes to get to the place, which is incorrect. Right. You're supposed to go, well, it's going to take me five minutes to get downstairs, uh-huh. then I have to blah, 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 and like, well, my phone is, you know, lose my glove. I don't factor in any of that, plus the unforeseen cir- circumstances. So you're building in the correct amount of time. And I'm just done not thinking of time correctly. Do you think there's a, I mean, do, is there a psychological reason that I'm not qualified to, to talk about? I mean, I'm sure there <laughs> are, you know. Um, but I don't... The other thing is, I feel like I I think my time is like more uh, elastic than most people. Like uh-huh. I'm like I can do more with 14 minutes than you know what I mean. Like I think right, I'm right. gonna get more done. I can fly to New York to LA in, in an hour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, and it's like I think it's it's the last vestige of like my my immaturity. Like I think I'm special in that way, which is like. Just factual of a total logical That's fallacy. That's the breakthrough I was looking for. Okay, great. Just to have you confess your immature. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's. I found that my narcissism and immaturity is more tolerable to my loved ones if I'm at least self-aware about it. Did you go to college? I did. Where at? The Cooper Union. Oh, you went to Cooper Union? Yeah. Oh, that's. So I lived that... in the city. Oh, yeah. I lived here. Wow. Yeah. What did you study there? Art, fine art. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sculpture, etc. That's a hard school to get into, right? It's all scholarship, right? It was right? at the time, yeah. Is it all I don't scholarship? Know if it still is. It was all scholarship at the wow. time, yeah. And you'd think, you know, it was a bunch of geniuses, but not really. No. I mean, I got in, so. Oh. I mean, really, like, it was like a real just cross section of weirdos. 
you know, because it's like your GPA matters, but then beyond that, they give you a test, like make artworks about these seven subjects. Oh, really? And then you send it back, and it's like your creative solutions are part of your grade to get in. And like... It's like chopped. It's like chopped. <laughs> and you're like, well, some people got lucky. Some people got lucky. Wow, I didn't know they assigned you a... A home test. Yeah, I still have mine somewhere. That's fascinating. Isn't it? So strange. So are you supposed, is it the idea like we say paint a duck and you're making, yeah. and you're supposed to really not paint a duck to show yeah. how outside the box you are? Yeah. Paint something about, like it's like make, uh, what's your reaction to time? Uh, and you you should have just done like a, a watch. I did. Did you really? I took, well, I was in a printmaking course at the time and we had like this like, uh, what do you call monoprinting, which is when you take a, like a piece of metal and paint on it. Uh-huh. And then you lithograph it, like you, you run it through a press and you just get that one print, but it's like a very flat, right. you know, and it makes the imprint on the paper, um, has a very flat quality. So I took a old Swatch watch and I just ran it through the press Wow! and it splintered and made a cool thing. <laughs> and I was like, there I you go. It. This is my like, 10 minutes to go, <laughs> you know. Did you apply anywhere else? Yeah. RISD? Yeah. Did you get in there? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Got into all my schools. So why'd you bail on art for a different kind of art? I'm, I think I, I'm like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Do you, are you like one of those people that thinks comedy is an art or you do, do you not think it? I do, but I, I think it's an art. And okay, I think great. it's in some ways it's the most disrespected art. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might. Which is why re- it's the best. I, yeah, I mean, it's the one where I, maybe it's not the most, it just the fact that we're having a conversation about whether it's art or not. There you go. You don't say For the that. listeners at home, I just gestured. People don't go, hey, is painting, is that an art? Yeah. Well, some people do at my school, they did. Oh, boy. Oh, really? You know, get into that conversation, you're like, oh, I'm going to be late. <laughs> we just started talking about whether painting's an art. Oh, really? Um, so, because uh, I, I, I do think comedy's an art. I think, I think it's a, my favorite art form because I'm very impatient. And what I love about stand up is that your separation between your, you, your ideas and your audience is like nothing. Whereas other art forms such as, you know, if you're a, a writer, you know, you write plays or books or whatever, your audience is the reader and you have to write the thing first and there's a process. Right. You know, what if you're an architect, your audience is kind of the world at large and there's a multi-level layered year-long process to create your work. But with stand-up, it's like you get on stage, your idea is coming out of your mouth, the reaction is immediate. Right. So there's like no separation at all, which is my favorite thing. I love that. So you like the evol- the way it evolves while you're doing it, sort of. I like the way that it's... You go do it, and then you get your reaction. It's over, and and the fact that you're like writing and 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 honing and doing that at the same time is great. But the immediacy of it, every set, if you look at every set, is like a work of art. That's great. I love that because you can, you you do. I always feel like when I bomb, I'm like, this, it's demoralizing. Yeah, that's so interesting. Do you? How do you react to bombing? I I mean, I'm crushed. Uh-huh. Like I just not like. Like I'm very disappointed and I really do get like mildly depressed for maybe at least a few hours. Yeah. And like, I love that. You do love that. I think that's so interesting because we do this over and over and over and over and over again. And then you miss something and it's like, you know, you mess up. 
Right. Yeah, it's my mistake. If I bomb, it's because I did something wrong. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm the worst. And it's so funny that we just like can't remember that we did well ever any other time. Right. And it can happen the same night too. You can have, yeah. you could destroy and then bomb yeah. on a sec on the late show or whatever. One of my favorite bombing exa- times I bombed was when. I was at this show in L- in New York, in New York, in, in Greenpoint. Somebody decided to do an ambush show in a restaurant. Uh-huh. So people were there. The audience, quote unquote, audience right. was a captive room of eating pe- people who were eating and on right. dates. And there was in the cent- it was a it was a round room. They were eating around the edges. So comedy in the round already problematic. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like an ambush show. So we start. And everybody's eating it. And I'm like, Sean O'Connor went up and I wasn't friends with him at that time. And I was like, ah, oh, he sucks. <laughs> you know, like everybody was eating it. And I'm like, they're not great. That's why they're eating it because they're not good. And I'm only like a year in. Right? right, right. So I go up completely like, like, like you're, you can hear the ringing of the silence bombing. Like it wasn't even like boo. It was like so gross. And a, like a Todd Haynes film, you know. Uh-huh. And then, um, Sarah Schaefer went up after me and, she, and they had been told, we had been told to not touch the grand piano in the center of the room. And she just like flips open the top of the piano. Like this is the worst situation ever. And just like goes right into it. And she brought it back a little bit. And David Cope was there too. And he, he literally went around from person to person at each table and did like talk to did each Did he bring person. his harp? He didn't bring his harp. That'd be funny if he brought a harp, but they wouldn't let him touch a piano. It's, like, well, well, it's all right. I brought a harp. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I've never done an ambush. Well, you know, I did really? sort of an ambush show, but um, oh yeah, That's the one that challenge. I did. This isn't really. I guess this is sort of an ambush show. We yeah, my friend Jonathan Groff, not the actor, but the used to be Conan's head writer, and, mm-hmm. but the same name as the actor. <laughs> but uh, he got us. There was a gig at like a, a private school in like Riverdale, New York, where actually was first five years of my life I spent. Ooh, and it was sort of it was like a private school, and they um, and they wanted to do a show there, so they called an assembly. That's amazing. Of the audience, so of the students, and they had like the principal scold them like, "We're you guys have not been behaving lately, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to read you from the code of conduct." So he just started reading this. And Jonathan and I just started going, this sucks, you know, let's just do a show instead. And then they turned it over to oh us. Oh my God. Yeah, that what was a pretty fun school. Yeah, that was fun, yeah. God. Yeah, and I, yeah, I just love the contrast between the guy reading the rules. What's that, like goof off high? That's an amazing no, I school. No, I think it was a good school. I forgot, I'm not exactly sure the name. Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful so, place to But I've never educated. done like a stand up <laughs> with, with a bunch of, uh, like the yeah. restaurant was in yeah. on it clearly? or. Like the people who own the restaurant were like, that sounds great. And they're Uh, wrong. You know, like. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, It is fun to bomb on a show where everyone's bombing. Yeah. Because then you. Well, I, and then afterwards, Cope and and, and, uh, Schaefer, they both brought it back. And I remember watching David Cope before I went on. I remember watching him and I was like looking at the way he was looking around. And I was like, oh, he's really attentive. And like, I watched him be really attentive and like pay attention to what was going on and, and, and see. And I think he was, now that I remember, he was taking notes on people like, oh, I'm going to talk to that person about that. I'm going to talk to that person about that. Uh-huh. You know, because he was like, I see where this is going. Right. There's only one way to, you know, get this back. And so I, I feel like that was one of my favorite bombings because I learned so much about what, you know. 
Was the crowd hateful or were they just sort of like confused? Pretty hateful. I mean, by the time I went on, it was three comics deep and we'd all eaten it and it was awful. And they were just like, why is this happening? They were on dates. They were trying to have fun with their, you know, people were like, this is awful. And it was. Right. There is. Yeah. It is. It is like. It's hijacking. I would ask for my money back. Right. You know? It's like, we gave you no indication. We want to see a comedy show tonight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, maybe the, maybe the maitre d' like said there might be or Uh, something like that. But they, I don't know. I know comics used to do that. I've never done it like at, at a movie theater. Like before, while people were waiting for the, you know. Oh, that's great. Or like a karaoke. Because they're all sitting you there. You just and set the thing you, to yeah. silent. What, what, you, or what you like, mean? you put in a karaoke song that doesn't exist and then you oh. just go up. Oh, I've, you know people have done that? No. Oh, that's a great idea. I just thought it was a good idea. <laughs> just get, get like the rose playing in the background and just do your yeah. acting. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's like, oh man, this song, I don't know the words. That's a great idea. Yeah. I you, guess you, the machine's not working. Let's uh, go. Th- let's anyway. both go to karaoke tonight and do that. Okay, that's great. We'll do it. <laughs> That'd be funny. You got ten comics who just turned hijacked it, turned it into an open mic night. How much does it cost? Karaoke in a, for a room. I don't know. I, Look, I, I don't think this is a this is a this is a this is kind of a winner. I think we got here. It's a winner. Like I'm someone who will like say let's do that, but I no intention. No, of you're our, sick. I am we sick. Would otherwise, never I'd ask be, you to do that. I am sick. Otherwise, I'd be like, let's go to karaoke. Well, tonight. when you come to LA, though. Oh, get yeah. at me because there's some great karaoke spots. Really? Yeah, Koreatown. Find... We get food. It's going to be great. Do you go to karaoke? I, I it, love karaoke. I find it depressing. You do? More often than not. It's I've seen a lot of karaoke bad. that I like. I love karaoke. I just, you know, you throw on a mask. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, you know. It'd be great if, uh, I don't know. That's like a mask singer, singer reference, but uh-huh. not really. I don't understand what I was exactly trying to say. But <laughs> I, I don't even like, know what the mask thing, I sort of know what it is, but I keep it seeing it. It feels the, like a Black Mirror episode that like the person is trapped underneath this mask. And, and that everyone's and, trying to guess who it is and it's yeah. going to be a famous singer. Like I feel like, but I always feel like they're going to, it's going to be a famous singer, but I feel like they're going to take off the mask and the person will be dead. Or oh. something. I don't know why. It's just so creepy. That would be quite, that would get people talking. <laughs> do you hey, no um, news is, is is good news no that doesn't apply let's talk about your super bowl commercial oh okay you yeah. were in a pepsi commercial yeah did you know it was gonna be a super bowl commercial yeah i did wow yeah how was that offers only no um did you audition for it i did i did i did yeah it was it was two days of work i almost couldn't do it because of went they kept changing the dates and i showed up for my fitting you know how you go for a fitting for yeah. something and they were like all right you're working today Oh really? I was like, no, I'm not. I had sh- I had a show, and I was like, I can't work today. And it was in like you know Mer- Marina Del Rey, uh-huh. and I was like, there is no, I have to leave. And and they so they like got me on set, shot me in and out in that day before I had to leave for my show. And I was like, what? That's is going cool that on? you didn't cancel your show. Yeah, well, no, but I also you can't kowtow to. There, you know what I mean? Like, I in, in a lot of ways, it's like it is my responsibility. But if they had not, this is really boring. So for it was their fault. Listening, but like, it was their fault. Okay, yeah, and they, yeah. You can't let I'm them. Sometimes like that, where it's like, you know, you have your schedule. I have my schedule. Like, exactly. Not, it's not yeah, sitting yeah. around going, "Hey, yeah. whatever you guys need." <laughs> no, no, no. Don't no. worry, I'll drop everything. No, no, no. But, you got to seem a little. But you got to find a balance that do. with also mm-hmm. like appreciating that you got a gig. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell and being on time to podcast. Nice guy. Um, I've never met him. Yeah, he was very interested in only talking to people who were parents. Um, like, 
he really is a dad and uh, just wants to talk about in his real kids. life. He's a real dad. He's a dad in real, okay. in real life. And he's like, all he wants to talk about is his kids with other people who also have kids, you know? So he didn't really have anything to talk to me about. And he was very gracious and nice, but like, I didn't feel like I could like hang out, talk improv with Steve Carell. Right. It's also the weird thing is there's a real hierarchy when like there's A-list stars anytime you work anywhere. Like there's this weird thing where like if you're starring as yourself in the commercial, then there's a weird bubble around you where nobody can talk to you that isn't starring as themselves. Like uh-huh. as far as he's concerned, I could have been an extra because I had, you know what I mean? Like right. so it was like this weird, whereas like if I was on a, sitcom or something and i came in as a guest star it'd be a completely different (coughs) scenario so what did you have to do for the audition i had to um uh well i went to this guy's house and it was like a couch and seriously no okay um there (laughs) was a couch (laughs) the classic couch uh and i i I don't know i just fucking said i don't remember what i did i just showed up and I was probably on time, maybe. <laughs> oh, I got, uh, I busted my mirror off the side of my car before that that uh, audition. How'd that happen? My, you know, it was crazy. It was just like the, these mail trucks. Yeah. They won't leave me alone. <laughs> they're always right there when I'm driving stopped. And they seem like they're stopped and they're not moving. And it's apparent, I have no reason to believe they're not, except for the fact that my car always gets eaten by them oh my god they're just a menace to my they car are, mail trucks are notoriously they're nice. very bad for my car a menace yes <laughs> how did you go from i guess this boring question that you've been asked before but how do you mm. how did you go from fine art to what we do i can make that exciting okay um you know i spent five years in total crisis after i graduated and i just did so so many drugs uh-huh. and I just did I just fucked around and I was like you know because like you get into Cooper it's like a big deal and you're like wow I'm I'm special I'm a real I'm a real smarty pants uh-huh. and but I was a total phony because I I was not sinking my teeth into the fine art game you know these people who wanted to like do actual work 24 hours a day at like work on their their projects. I was like, you're why like partying is awesome. Right. You know? And I, I was like very into the academia part of it. Like I liked talking in, in group and like, you know, shutting people down and stuff. Like I was very into like, I'd never been on debate. So I was like, wait, I'd go to these critiques and I'd go to these very, um, I'd go to these lectures and I'd ask like what I thought were really intelligent questions. Uh But like the actual work part of it was never that, interesting to me so when i graduated i was like what can i do to be famous and a famous artist but like not have to work you know and um there just wasn't a market for that kind of work that kind of stuff and i wasn't like you know funny art there wasn't is that what you're talking about no i just basically i'm saying that i was like a a fraud in a way and in that world and i i'm not saying that i had no integrity but i just didn't i just didn't know what to do and and then i fucked around for like five years and then eventually one of my one of my well one of my friends was like let's take a UCB class and he kept dragging his feet and so I was like I'll just do it I'll just take a class and I had like done extra work on one movie uh-huh. and I remember meeting people there and going oh like you guys do improv and I'm like they're not funny you know yeah and like 
I remember seeing the I rem, oh yeah it was Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist was the movie with like Michael Sarah and I remember the actors and the director interacting and going like and he was like talking and I'm like I know exactly what he's saying and like the people around me I didn't feel like we're like getting it you know yeah. what I mean I was like oh this is a world in which I feel like I might be able to actually do something and excel and like be good at and so I did improv and then I started doing stand up from there and I was like oh I never even need to get paid for this this is great do you know what I mean that feeling <laughs> well don't start spreading that around you know <laughs> you know Todd how you do those shows for free I don't think anyone should ever get paid for it I, <laughs> I mean I do shows for free sometimes I it just the feeling of of being able to communicate and express yourself without bound, like without trappings yeah was the most exhilarating thing i kind of yearn for some trappings though oh yeah i mean i i would love you know if i go see like a musical or something or a play mm -hmm. i go oh man all this production and shit it's cool yeah and then i just go saunter on stage with well, my guess, untucked shirt and it's nice for me to be able to do acting stuff then because that is trappings because there's like that that like okay you're sitting around and waiting for for nine hours and then Okay, ready? Okay, okay. Now you have to be great for, oh, it's over. Right. You know, and like that kind of. You have to be great of, 50 takes in a row. Yeah, and a different kind of great. And this time, throw it away. And then you, hopefully they got something and you don't look insane. Do you like acting uh, more than comedy or stand-up or is that yeah, an I, unfair question? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like pretty much, I love stand-up. The other thing about stand-up is like you never need to, you can't age out of stand-up really. I mean, you can, but like you the, the way that a woman can age out of acting, you know yeah, what I mean? At this yeah. point, it's like it's probably easier for me to keep doing stand-up in a way, and there'll be probably some sort of audience for me. Because I don't care what the audience is either. I don't need it to be... You don't want just all hipsters. I don't, yeah. I don't need one thing or another. I mean, I seem to like... There's certain people that like me, but like I'll play for whoever. Yeah. That's a good attitude. I, I mean, I love. I just love stand-up so much. Todd. Yeah? I do. Um, <laughs> let's talk about food. Okay. Do you cook? Yes. Do you really? Oh, see, I just took, that was a random, I would Really? I, would, I don't think I was planning to ask you about that. I just kind of. I bake. You bake? Yeah. What do you bake? I love to bake. Baking is snicker great. Snickerdoodles? Do you know how to make a snickerdoodle? I could make a snickerdoodle. That'd be easy. You, can you make a soft like ginger cookie? I'm going to show you a picture. I, oh, a soft ginger cookie would not be hard. I'm starting to understand. They do. And uh, I feel like it's such a visual medium. I made this cake. I'm in AA, you know, uh -huh. and I made this cake. I'm not supposed to be like on radio and talking about this, but whatever. People know it. I made this cake that looks so realistic. It looks like a book. Oh, wow. The people oh, thought that's great. it was real and they opened it. They tried to open it. <laughs> it's and My experiment like, with fondant. And you're like, I was worried this would be a fucking book. It's cake. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> wow, that was beautiful. I love baking. How, how often do you do that? Like, well, for a while I was doing it once a week because I was baking cakes for this one meeting that I go to. Oh, you'd bring that, that yeah. cake to the meeting? Did that the, cake I brought, I brought a peanut to... butter and jelly cake. Oh my, oh my God, it was good. So did you try to get them to fall for the book thing every week? Like, I put it on the table. I brought another book. It's another cake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put it on the table six weeks in a row I with the literature <laughs> just in case that's nice yeah uh, carrot cake I made a chocolate cake yeah I love cake cake is good big into cake I like a nice you know what I like cake wise what 
this is gonna sound boring. I like a fucking vanilla cake. Yeah. With vanilla icing. Yes. And the fluffy sort of grocery store ice cream. Icing, you mean. Or oh, telling me what I mean with icing. Well I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> well, there's buttercream, which is very oh, popular. Thick, yeah, that's it's a thick, thick one. and it's yeah, basically like a fluffier butter. one, yeah. Yeah. Sugary. Oh my god. Maybe a coconut cake. Coconut cake is great. Fuck. Yeah. What is red velvet cake? Like I don't is it like a chocolate cake? It's it's a it is like a chocolate cake, but instead of chocolate it's red. That's it. But it is a chocolate flavored cake. I think there's a bit of cocoa in it. I can't really remember. I'm one. not a huge red velvet person. Is that kind of a hack? Because it's, it's red food coloring, you know? And is that the like, Long Island iced tea of uh, cakes? Yeah, but it got really popular because it's pretty to look at, but it's not really like hard to make taste good or, you know, it's not, not much of a challenge for baking because you're just, you always get red food coloring somewhere and it looks like a murder. <laughs> wow. So you bake. Do, yeah. you, uh, do you stir fry? Sometimes, yeah. In I'm gonna just go through all the kicking tech, cooking techniques. Do you cook? Do you boil? Do you boil? <laughs> what do you think? You toast? Do you cook? No, but I uh, I like the idea of cooking. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Cooking. <laughs> do you just order takeout mostly? I eat out a lot. I uh-huh. had some Thai food while you know before. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Between the Minute Clinic and here, yeah, sat at the bar by myself on Park Avenue South. That's what's awesome about New York, isn't that amazing? Do you go you out by go yourself? Out, eat by yourself. It's so rad. I love I know. it. I there must be cities. Are there cities where people just don't eat out alone? Yeah, I bet. I went to Rome once, and people like people don't eat out alone. I was like, <laughs> someone said that. Yeah, and then I, I was like, yeah. Then I was in this restaurant, and I was the only person. It does feel like it would be fine in Rome, but I was I I, I did the exchange program in Spain. And it's very, it would be really weird to eat alone. And really? Spain. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be weird though, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. But nobody's ever alone in Spain. It's irritating. I've, I've encountered a lot of once. Spaniards here on this trip and it, oof, that takes me back. How long were you in Spain? I was there for six months. Doing what? I was at a exchange program in college and, uh, and it, it went poorly. It oh, went yeah. awry. What happened? Um, you know how, do you ever have those dreams about being in school and you can't find the class? Uh, no. No, but you I, don't have. I, I could believe it. Some people have these dreams. reoccurring like college dreams or like term paper dreams. Yeah. That was, it was really similar to that like experience. Like you, everything in, we went to this town, Valencia, and they, it was either poorly researched or the, the people at the school were um, inaccurate about the way they represented it to our school because everything was in Catalan or the Valenciano, which is like the version of Catalan they speak in Uh Valencia. So if you had, I had fluent, pretty fluent Spanish when I went there, conversational Spanish, and I couldn't understand any of the classes or teachers or advisors. So, and they refused to speak Spanish. So like (laughs) you're just wandering around. So I didn't, I did like my own independent study, but like there, I barely went to class. And, I could, and if I did, I couldn't understand what anybody was saying. Is it, because um, I went, the only place I've been to Spain is in Barcelona mm-hmm. and they speak Catalan there. Yeah. Is it, I just was wondering, is it, I don't remember what, uh, how I, I think I just kind of did the, I don't speak anything. Mm-hmm. I'm dumb. And they were nice to me. But uh, I was wondering like, I mean, if I had a little Spanish, would yeah. that have helped or would that have been insulting? I don't know. I mean, when I had, like they, 
I think my, I had a bad attitude going into it because you land somewhere and you're like, okay, this would be great. I'll speak Spanish and right. people will be nice to me about Spanish. And they're like, not only do we not want to deal with your shitty Spanish, we don't even speak Spanish. So fuck you. Like some people don't speak Spanish right. in Spain. That's kind of... <laughs> you're like, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice for you. You know, like it's... I always thought it was absurd and it's super important to the people that speak it in their culture. So I can't, I don't know. Yeah. It's a little presumptuous. Like, Hey, sounds like you should be speaking Spanish here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you're Spain, right? <laughs> well, it's already Spain. You <laughs> As know what someone I mean? who speaks only one language, you should uh, really, well, I do like, speak too. No, I'm talking, I was being, but here, like a character, but it's like you in a country that already speaks Spanish right. and they brought Spanish to South America and made everybody there speak Spanish. Uh-huh. So it's like, why do you get to have your own, indigenous or whatever oh, languages when you fucking forced everybody in South America to speak Spanish. Maybe you, you should know? have just learned Catalan before you went over there. Maybe they should have learned English. Oh shit. Ugly before American. Before they talked to me. Ugly American. That's right. Oh, and I also would get so annoyed because like they would always laugh at, you know, I had these big headphones and like nobody wore big headphones uh-huh. and they would laugh at me about that. You know, they'd be like, uh, people would literally point and laugh at me. And I'd be so annoyed because after a certain point I was like, and I wasn't doing comedy yet, but I'd be like, you guys don't even have comedy here. You shouldn't be allowed to laugh at me. Like you think your comedy is like puppets. Like you guys are so in the dark ages in terms of like what you like culturally you a that big like chip it's on your shoulder when you went irritating to me. Yeah, I totally, I was, I was a drunk, you know, I was like, yeah an asshole do you have a cat yeah i, have I feel two. like i knew that mm-hmm, i have two I've, we've we've is we've that on your website pics. that you have two cats maybe it's on my insta but we've we've shown i've shown you pics of my cats before you're saying i did that with you as well yeah we sat next to hey, each other. i would never do that i'm a tough guy okay. yeah i did of course i did <laughs> Kind of, did we talk about, I probably asked you what kind of litter you're using, right? Yes, you, you know, did. Let's just recreate the conversation. Okay. I meant, I'm, I'm a feline pine girl. Oh, that's how we talked about that. Yeah. I think they gave me that when I first got the cat. And no, and it's a it no big go. big and chunky, I think she. Big and chunky. Yeah. I don't know if it was ideal for a little kitten. It's no good to, it's not as good for kittens because they're, they're like, they have watery poo also <laughs> in the beginning. Ooh, you went there. <laughs> Sorry, listeners at home. If you're just tuning in. Um, Who's watching your cats now? My, I have a great situation. Where I have a cat, a, a girl, a friend of mine lives right by my house <laughs> in, an, in an apartment building where she can't have cats and she just loves my cats. So she stays with them when I'm out of town. And we basically co-parent the cats together. She's like a second mom to them. Because I have a friend who does that sometimes. Yeah. And I just wonder like, are they going to not like me when I get back? The friend? No, the cat. No. Yeah, no, my cats are, gonna like are much, I, I, I assume they like her better because she's, you know, she's so awesome. into them. <laughs> I mean, she comes over to be with them. I go home to be at home, you know, right. to work or whatever, and they're just screaming at me. She goes home to be with them. What do you do? Like, do you ignore your cats? Mm-hmm. You have to, right? A little bit? Well, they're very needy. They are. Yeah, my one cat is really, loves to just be on me at all times, and... um. And I, you know, but I let him. I don't mind needy. I mind a tacky needy. A tacky? Yeah, a tacky. You get to get the, I don't, they're not, my no. cats are not like that. Maybe I should, we should trade. I should get you No, one. I'm too good of a cat mom. <laughs> I could make, I could turn your cat around. Uh, really? What would yeah. you do? I'd love that advice right now. Well, what kind of attacking is it doing? Um, like aggressive or playful? That's a hard call. I mean, she, she has a gun. Uh, how old is she? <laughs> she's Do you like, have a license? She's like eight months old. 
Eight months old? Yeah. Okay, you can turn that around. Can I? Yeah. Um, do, when you when you pet her, like, you pet her, obviously. Yes, I do. <laughs> what if you're like, never. Oh, aren't you supposed to pet them? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to pet kittens. She, pet. You, does she sit on your lap and stuff? She will, but, uh, I mean, I can't just assume I can go home and watch um, Shark Tank without mm-hmm. being attacked. Oh, She's probably being playful. I mean, it might be, but she looks should go for my crotch. Right? So here's what you want to do. Tell me. Um, you want to get a whatever toy. She likes toys, right? She likes to play. Yeah, I have hundreds of them, yes. So for a week, I want you to play with her for 15 minutes a day. I try to play her for a 15, third. Todd. Yeah. 15 minutes yeah. every day. Because she's eight months old. She has right. a lot of energy. Right. Play with her for 15 minutes every single day and watch that behavior change. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Are you making this up? Nope. Because I do try to play with her like maybe 10 minutes She's a day. trying to play with you. But she gets bored with like, I, I, like how many different wands can you buy with a little fucking Well, you're also probably not playing with her in a way that she's interested in. Whoa. You can watch Jackson Galaxy on I've, the internet. I've, everyone's watched Jackson Galaxy. Yeah, like so you have to figure out like what the thing is and you have to be patient. It tastes like meditative, you know? Right. Think about their little acorn brains and what they're interested in. 15 minutes in. a day, is, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it, 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 becomes it wears a lot. me out more than it wears her out. Yeah, but you're going to have such a happy cat, and I it's going to be amazing. The other thing you could do is just get another cat. I was thinking of that. Yeah, that's a great solution. Is it too late to do that? No. Eight months is fine. It's a girl? Yeah. Okay. You want to get like a older guy, maybe. <laughs> creepy old dude <laughs> well somebody that's going to be very a very calm dude is what you want oh that isn't super aggressive because the dude cats are less aggressive and is that true yeah oh man I yeah did, i did everything wrong no it's okay no because if you get a beta cat or whatever they're not like dogs but like if you get a less aggressive cat they'll probably get along you can t- you get a foster situation where you can test it out, see right. if it's okay, and it'll right. be good. And they'll play with each other. It'll be fun. She killed the other cat, so I don't, yeah, think, she... it, I don't think it worked out. <laughs> what, else, what else you got? You get a couple of bats. <laughs> keep, send, keep sending them over here. The fosters. <laughs> get a couple snakes. What are you going to do tonight? Mm. Lucky Jacks. Oh, that's and right. I've you got told a dinner. Me that. Yeah. Where are, you dinner? Where are you eating? Public kitchen. Oh, are you really? My hotel, yeah. Oh, my God. Chef George. I've never eaten there. Really? I've well, gone into their lobby and, and hung out and had coffee. Have you? Yeah. Get out. I know. There are a lot of people hanging out in it's their lobby. It's almost like a, yeah, I mean, I shouldn't it's give like it an away, apple. but it's, it's like a workspace. Almost. It's like a workspace. It's like a WeWork. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I, I, we, I ordered food at the bar and I liked it, so. What? Um, I'm going to grab a burger. Oh, they have a burger. I think they do. Holy shit. I think so. What do you have on your burger? Blue cheese. Blue cheese. I love blue cheese oh, come on my burger. On. Yeah. Come on, Alice. No, is that no good? Sorry. Onions? Oh, oh I love Cheddar. onions. Cheddar. I love onions. Okay. Here's what I like on my burger. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> raw onion. Uh-huh. Jalapenos. Ew. No? I mean, raw onion. I'm going back to the first thing. You don't like raw onion? You like caramelized I, Here's how onion. I react. I react to this thing before the last thing. I know. I have to figure that pattern out. Then, then I could talk to you. More comfortably. The, uh, <laughs> you don't like, so you don't like raw onion. I like a caramelized onion. Really? I mm-hmm. mean, I could deal with the caramelized onion. Really? Oh, you yeah. could deal with it. But I you like it. Raw... It's fine, That's but it's, weird. Not, it's not like a... Because you should eat a lot of raw onion right now because it'll help you with your cold. Really? Mm-hmm. I... If you like it, I love it. go for it. Eat it like an apple. Oh. Walk down the street. 
jalapenos. You don't like jalapenos? I li- yeah, again, I like a pickled. I don't like raw jalapenos. They're good when they're raw and they're sort of just grilled. Oh, my God. Yeah, grilled. Oh, yeah. fuck. What mm. a, what an so that's it? Onions and jalapenos. Then mustard and ketchup. and uh, Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Sounds good. I mean, I like cheese. I'm a dairy person. I mean, I'll, if there's cheese on there, I'm going to be all right. No, I got to have cheese. You got to have it. got to have it. It's weird. It's like almost the idea of cheese because sometimes you can't even taste it. <laughs> it's the idea of cheese? Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an album title if there ever was one. <laughs> well, my album title is Oh, do you have be, an album? Yeah, uh, or a special. Oh, well, tell me about your special. It's coming out hopefully in the spring. It's called, uh, the title of the album is, and this is ill-advised that I did this. I should have had less of a long title, but I love saying it. My mama is a human and so am I. Wow. Is the name of my title. I'm like, what am I, Fiona Apple? It's a long title, <laughs> but but that's what it is. And my uh, my mom is human, and so am I. Mm-hmm. That's not terribly long. Yeah. Well, when, then I saw like Ron Funge's "Giggle Fit," and I'm like, "Giggle Fit." It's yeah. hashtagable. Do it. Why yeah. did I have such a long? But it's set in stone already. <laughs> and I remember somebody saying to me from the production company, being like, "Yeah, that's really long. Do you want?" And I was like, I, "It's the what it is." Like I had principles I know, I, about I get it or that something. Way also. <laughs> you call it? How about this? My mom is human. Hmm? My yeah. mom is human. Boom. Yeah, my mama is a human. But my mom got mad when I told her that was the name of my Really? Yeah. She's like, what? Ugh. She's like, you can't hashtag that. <laughs> Honey. And I'm like, well, I'm like, don't make it about it. you. She's such a narcissist. Who's putting, do you know where this is going to be seen? Yeah, it'll be on uh, streaming platforms. I'm not allowed to say okay. exactly where. All yet. right. I like that. That's Isn't that weird? No, I know. It's like it's secret stupid. of shit, man. It's, I don't know. It's code of honor. I don't know. Do you, um, Views. did you already film it? I did. Filmed it in Denver. Where at? At the Gothic Theater. Is that that's nice, right? Yeah, it was cool. It was nice. I was very involved with the like, the space and the picking the the production of the state the way the stage looked. Uh-huh. I got super involved in that process. Like, probably art background, but like, so it ended up being perfect. Like it looked exactly like I wanted it to. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did um? How did you pick Denver? Um, Denver was a place that became available, like we were shooting for filming in May and then Denver became available in like April that last year or something like that. Uh And I, or I don't know what month it was, but like, it was like, we could shoot it here sooner and we could save a little money on the, and you could have a little more money for your other parts of the production. Right. Um, because they had somebody else book there and they, right. They love that. And I was like, I wasn't thinking Denver, but then I was like, yeah, why not? I love Denver. Denver's all right. It's I don't have like scene. a home city that I feel really good. Where, where did you go on stage in. first? First time in New York. Yeah. Where at? Uh, comics. Really? Yeah. I remember 14. that club. Yeah, Ochi's Mike. Oh, and the, the the room up front there. They had yeah, they had little. Room. Ochi. I was downstairs. Yeah, right. Mike called Ochi's. Yeah. Wow. That was my. That's first not very time long ago. Stage. It was in. I was 28, so it was like nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug before we go? I guess my special. I have a podcast as well. Oh, what's your podcast? It's called Treks in the City. What it's is that? It's on Forever Dog Network. It's a, it's a recap show about Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, my God. But it's very, very loose. It is so loose and so madcap. And to the point where some lately we've been having a, a weird 
thing happen where the link to the episode the guests are supposed to watch is incorrect, so they haven't, haven't watched the right episode. <laughs> so we just get in and really wing it. Um, wow. It's very loose. Yeah, so we, we would love to have you as a guest what, when you're in I LA. never watched Star Trek. Well, you barely have to. What's the name of it again? Trex and the City. Trex and who You do it with someone else? Yeah, Veronica Osorio. Okay. She's an actress and comedian her. in LA. She's, okay. She was in, do you see Hail Caesar? No, I didn't. Okay, she was in that. Does she follow me on Twitter? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what about it's any hard, live dates coming it's up? It's a hard maybe. Yeah. Uh, fire them off. Fire them. When is this coming out? I don't know. Maybe in a few weeks. Okay. Um. Oh, shoot. I might be in Canada. Really? Mm-hmm. I might be. Yeah, because I think I just have a couple early. I can't invite people to colleges. No. No, I'm sorry, guys. So I haven't anything booked in L.A. for March yet because I might be going to Canada. Uh, okay. You don't have the so Canadian I, dates? I thought you were about. I thought you were looking them up. Well, because I don't know if I'm going to be there or not. Okay. So there, March is, is kind of in flux right now. Right. But Where my calendar we... online is um, at my website, alicewetterland.com, and there's a show's link. And then also uh, on Twitter, and I'm doing a show March 3rd, but this won't be. This will be out after Yeah, that. probably, yeah. Okay. Big show in L.A. that I want to promote, but it's... Uh, it's, it's already happened. If you guys. weren't late, we would have gotten it in time. It's true. And that is on me. <laughs> and I accept it. Uh, I hope this was enjoyable for it you. It was very Sorry enjoyable. Sorry I'm a little sick. It kind of breezed right by though, right? It did, yeah. Are we at time? Yeah, Do yeah. Do we finish up? Okay. Yeah, we're pretty much done. Well, all right. That's yeah, it, huh? That's it. Any other final I hope word? you enjoyed it. I did, yeah. I'm just, I'm under the weather and I oh, feel self-conscious I about it. Oh, do you? Okay, don't feel self-conscious about I'm it. Just person. let it out. I'm a bad person. That's not why. <laughs> it's not because you Thank you, Alice. Thank you so much, Todd. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. We're back, everyone. I want to thank Alice Wetterland for being here. She was great. And we'll see you next week. Go to starburns.audio for this podcast and other podcasts. Thanks a lot. Starburns Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.